0: Hello, this is Diane from Diane Abroad. The show is In the Know, her podcast show. Um, I'm an international solo nomad, an author, a travel blogger, and a photographer. And I'm here to provide you writing tips, travel tips, and my views of life from savvy and thoughtful to quirky and humorous. The music that you hear, jazz infusion piece, was written for me by Rafael Javadov, an incredible Russian violinist. We thank him for that music, of course, and I hope you enjoy the show. That's my big singing bowl. Isn't it exciting? This is Diane coming to you from Chiang Mai, Thailand. It's seven o'clock in the evening on a Wednesday. I am going to talk to you about singing bowls. I bought two singing bowls, and while I was in Miramar, so I'm going to tell you a little bit—a little bit that I know about singing bowls—and I'm just learning uh, the energy of singing bowls, the sound, the potential healing processes, and. I'm going to tell you about my two singing bowls, how I use them, and more. A little bit about chakras, but I'm going to talk to you about singing bowls. That was my singing bowl that I, <laughs> that I hit with my little mallet in the very beginning of this podcast. Now, I just wanted to tell you that singing bowls have been around for centuries, and the purpose of the singing bowls is to promote healing and meditation. Now the sounds of the healing of the singing bowls are a type of energy medicine that can promote healing from stress disorders, pain, depression, and most forms of disease. Now I know you know that concept disease. So the healing processes are initiating according to some through entraining our brain waves to synchronize with the perfect resonance of the bowls. The tones the unique of each bowl can create the perfect state for a deep meditation, creative thinking, and intuitive messages. Well, you know, if you've been following me, I'm getting more and more into meditation. And I've always been into creative thinking. And of course, now I'm open to intuitive messages. So the, the sonic waves, those pure sounds, the pure sonic waves that ring from these singing bowls, wake up, some say wake up our ability to hear more than just with our ears. You know, and when I listen to music, for example, like classical music, or even the James Taylor music, I hear it with my ears. But I also can feel it in my toes sometimes. And I also feel it in my heart. So emotions are come to mind when I listen to music. So we feel music. We don't just hear it. We don't hear the sounds of the singing bowls just with our ears. We feel that resonance throughout our bodies. I'm going to read to you a quote from um, Dr. Mitchell Gaynor. He's the director of medical oncology from the well-known Cornell Cancer Prevention Center in New York. So this He has a lot of um, credibility and he says, quote, if we accept that sound is vibration and we know that vibration touches every part of our physical being, then we understand that sound is heard not only through our ears, but through every cell in our bodies. He goes on to say one reason sound heals on a physical level is because it so deeply touches and transforms forms us on an emotional level, on the emotional and spiritual planes. Sound, he says, can redress imbalances on every level of functioning, every level of physiologic functioning, and can play a positive role in the treatment of virtually any medical disorder. Can you imagine? So some say if you continue to repeatedly listen to, to the singing bowls, the, the, you have a transformation. You can have a, almost a healing transformation, and it can help to assist the body and mind to throw off toxicity and disease states while also retraining the chakras and physical body to remain in a state of balance. Increasingly, increasingly over time, then the body will return to a state of ease or good health. Now, I'm going to digress just for a moment. I don't have time to in this podcast to talk about chakras furthermore. I only know a little bit myself about it. But if you're new to the I- idea of chakras, just let me tell you there are seven chakras and the chakras are the centers in our bodies in which energy flows through. The chakras from the top of the head that's the crown chakra, to the bottom of the spine or the root chakra. It's an ancient belief that blocked energy in our seven chakras can often lead to illness. So it's important to understand that, uh, that every chakra, each chakra represents, it's, it's important to understand what each chakra represents and what we can do to keep this energy flowing freely. But let me go on. I have two singing bowls, and I bought them in Yuang Shui, Miramar last week. And I found them, both of these, in street markets. They were filthy dirty. But the sound was good, of course. And I chose, I had lots of bowls to look at, and lots of bowls to hear, but I chose both of my bowls based on the sound. The sound was so pleasant to me. They had such a pleasant ring. And when I went back to my hotel room, I watched I washed the crud off the bowls to reveal a gleaming gold decoration and more important, a much more intense and longer ringing sound. Now, after all that crud was gone, was gone, the larger bowl rang for a full 40 seconds. Now that's a long time. And the smaller one, 30 seconds. And so for the next few days I simply, Tapped my bowl with my wooden mallet and I circled the edge of the bowls with those mallets to cause the ring to become more intense and ring even louder and longer. So, for example, I'll do that with the smaller bowl. The smaller bowl, I just tap it first and then I'm going to ring it with the mat with the mallet. Isn't that cool? I think it's so cool. So I did this anytime the day or night whenever the mood struck me. It was just beautiful. And I also used the bowl, the bowls, especially the larger bowl, to ground myself to begin my meditation. Furthermore, I conjured up in my mind the sound, the sounds of the bowl during the day, especially when I felt tired, impatient, or stressed. I was able to recreate the grounding that is so useful before meditation. Now, I'm going to digress on something. You know, some of you may know that I'm involved now with the Charter uh, for Compassion. It's an international organization. I've taken a couple courses. I'm going to be teaching a course, but I'm now currently enrolled in a course for the Charter for Compassion. It's called Compassionate Integrity. And one of the skills we're learning is called resourcing. Resourcing has to do with um, that activity, feeling, thought process that gives you pause and calm. For me, it's playing the guitar. It just calms me, feeds my soul. Or playing tennis, even that physical activity, you know, can release those endorphins and makes you feel really good and calm sometimes it's not so calm, (laughs) but it's a really good feeling. So I was using, so the idea in this course is that when you are stressed or impatient, or you're getting upset about something, and in order to stop that process of getting upset, you want to go to your resource. Well now, besides playing that, you know, conjuring up in my mind that I was playing guitar or conjuring up in my mind hitting that tennis ball across the court. Now I use the sound of the singing bowls, that ringing sound. So I can conjure that up in, in my mind during the day, I can actually hear in my mind's eye that ringing So I wanted to learn more. I was loving this and I began reading, of course, because I love learning. I used my guitar tuner to identify the key of both of my singing bowls. The larger bowl is in the key of F, which is linked to the heart chakra. And the heart chakra has to do with the ability to love. And the smaller bowl is in the key of D, which is linked to the the sacral chakra, which has to do with adventure and opening your ideas to new, new thoughts and new experiences. Isn't that cool? I mean, I wonder how I chose these bowls. They, and the, the, those two chakras are really important to me. Now, you and I both know that chakras are far from a scientific fact, but but ancient literature suggests that their balancing was a part of the whole process employed when healing any level of dysfunction, healing disease. So the chakras get out of balance, and when they get out of balance, you become, um, you can get sick, or, and you can have in, you know, bad thoughts, which none of us want. So the singing bowls help to balance your chakra and bring you back into harmony. Is it possible? Could it be possible that the balancing, the, balancing the body, the way ancient cultures have, may be the missing link in healthcare today? Wouldn't that be something? Well, I don't know if it could, if it could work. And of course, I wouldn't choose singing bowls over my current healthcare practices. But yeah, I love my bowls. But I love my bowls, and you know, it can't hurt ringing them. There's no harm. Thank you so much for listening about ringing bowls. Would you please respond to me, reply to me, and tell me about your experiences with and what your knowledge of chakras? It's way beyond mine. We can learn from one another. Please share this podcast with your friends and family and I'm going to thank you so much for listening. I will see you next time on In the Know podcast show. Thank you so much. Bye-bye.